Welcome to The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. Trees and green and questions from Facebook. Oh, you mean the 35-point win didn't go to overtime, Kyle? (laughs) Points. We all get points. (laughs) Talk to the hand. I'm not spreading. Full spread. I don't spread for the roses. No, I hate hate Ohio. Pound sign me on Twitter. This is The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. And as always, we're hosted by the governor of gravy, Sox Sanchez. Hell yeah, that's the best subtitle of my name ever. (laughs) Episode 39, welcome juggalos and juggalettes to The Feast. Brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. The Anthony Manta episode, Dominic Hashik episode. How dare you name Mantha before Hashik? I know. Alex Avila. That was a one. What, was that one? He was a first a Tiger? Because wasn't he like wasn't he three for it? Wasn't he it like was 11 like, it was, all? It, it was his second time as a Tiger, and I think it was 13 the first time. Yeah. How you know your franchise has been doing well. <laughs> Alex Avila has two stints. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Last one being Nadalkovich. You want to mention Raymond Santiago? You mean Razor? Ramon Santiago. First base coach of the Tigers. Mm. Hey, yo. 39. Who's gentlemen. your favorite Raymond of all time? Who's <laughs> your favorite Raymond? Everybody loves Raymond. That's, pro- that's got to be mine, right? No, I'd have to think about that for a second. Hmm. Favorite Raymond. Well, there's Raymond and Ramon. Yes. Probably going to use it as a general out, you know. Mm. If you're listening for the first time, I'm Sox. <laughs> to my right is Burns. To my left is Kyle. Today's episode, we will be speaking of some Saturday Night Live things. Probably all over the place of that one because just to pick two or Kyle's like hard. Kyle's like yeah, pick uh, you know you know three to five skits skits of all time. It's only been on for like fifty years, so <laughs> should be a good time. It's okay. I've got twenty. Yeah, I got. My brain is overwhelmed. My brain is Fried. overwhelmed right yeah. now. I watched so much SNL this weekend. <laughs> and then it just kind of turned out to be like, we'll get into it, but it turned out for me, it was one of those things where like, okay, who's my favorite performer? And then it kind of trickled down. Mm. It's just like, that's kind of how you have to do it. You know, those certain ones have 10, you know? Right. But anyway, uh, we're going to talk NBA playoffs. We'll talk about NHL playoffs. Uh, I guess we'll bring up the Tigers for their nice two and three week where they had last week. First, we're going to finish it all. Never mind. Oh, we're going to finish it all in Kyle's face with full spread. Is mm. that what you want to say? Thank you. I read the notes. Mm. You're impressed. <laughs> uh, uh, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, before we finish on your face, previous to that, how was the week? Interesting. Yeah? To say the least. You going to talk about it? Or? Oh, you know, I had a fun week at work, spent mm. time with the kiddo, and then... Uh, Saturday night at work was a very, very awkward night. Why is that? A visitor. Okay. Ah, ah, Super Bowl visitor? Ah, <laughs> funny, you, funny you should bring that up because uh, said visitor may have had one or two too many beers and said, don't Super Bowl me. <laughs> Brad's, Brad's eating his heart out right oh, now. I was texting Brad the entire time. You mean, wait, you mean... Nasty. Oh, that's another. Anyway, well, um, good. Yeah. At least things are normal for ten years in a row. <laughs> well, funniest part of this is I can't wait to get the the message tomorrow because you guys, 
you guys got to assume that that person listens to this, right? Got to assume. <laughs> not my problem. Right. <laughs> oh, no, no. Like, it's not my problem either. <laughs> <laughs> my prerogative. Burns. Yeah. What's up, dog? Nothing. Just reading about dmbtattoo.com. Hey, dmbtattoo.com for all the inspiration you need for your Dave Matthews band tattoo needs. What a way to put it. Man, I need more stickers for that fucking Yeah, face. you do, because that thing stares me in the face. I know. And I can't not talk about it. Uh, my week was good. I played golf on Saturday. That was fun. Uh, I played well, actually, I played, which is not like the first time that I played when I played really bad. Where'd um, you so play at? Fun. Uh, I played at Ridgeview. Ridge Rock. Uh, Ridge Rock. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was fun with nice. the new clubs. So, What kind of clubs you get? Uh, Titleist T two hundreds. Ooh, yeah, baller. Excited about them. About they're fun. Cool. Mm-hmm. DMBtattoo.com. Go there. Socks. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm airing it out. Uh, okay. Um, I think it's funny that you when I met you, you didn't have a belly button, and now you definitely have a belly button. It's super it's about 30, It's about thirty five pounds. This. <laughs> I didn't drink a half a pint of tequila out of that thing i'm not going to for many many reasons you would six years ago <laughs> not, not, bitch. That, that's yeah six years ago you're right yeah. <laughs> uh socks how was your week my week was fine uh let's see what did i do i hung out with banana pants dan and block a for dan's birthday yeah i saw that i was really hoping you you guys were gonna stop by and say hello oh no we we're getting to Faded and old, I was at least. You know, that seven p.m. comes along, and it's like, Ooh. oh yeah, plus we want to watch the basketball game. Anyway, we went to Airway and went bowling. Nice. I tell you what, man, that was a lot of fun. It's a fun little place. Yeah, it was, it was just like to be like twelve again, like yeah. in the arcade, just like playing yeah. basketball game and yeah. Oh, yeah. hungry hungry hippos. Last time I was there was with you, actually. Was it the first time I quit drinking? Ah, yeah, yeah. yep. But it was just good to bowl and like and then we went like we did a round of go karts and like how stupid fun that was. Oh like. yeah, super fun. And it was fun for me. I started like, like fourth or fifth and ended up in first. Nice. Dan's cart was so shitty that it was like the, <laughs> the pace car. You know how there's always oh, one. Oh yeah. yeah. So he was yeah. literally like just blocking everybody. <laughs> being, oh, Did so I ever great. tell you guys that my first job out of high school was at Formula K Family Fun Park? The, I used to love that place, man. That ben, place was awesome. That was mine know. and Ben's first job out of high school. Yeah. What a great first job. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was fantastic. Should have been a lot of people's first jobs in middle and high school. Yeah, no, it really was. Yeah, that was a good place. That was I liked it back in the day because they were going to build a water park, um, but they never finished it. Yeah, that would have been cool. So they dug a bunch of holes. So tra- uh, hot dog neck and I would play pond hockey back there all the time. <laughs> Bing bong, yeah. hello. Nice turn. Uh, where do we go from here? Well, before we dive in to the motherfucking countdown. <laughs> Uh, Getting, trying to get sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly enough, uh, today, Tuesday, 18 years ago today, Tayshawn Prince blocks Reggie Miller in game two of the Eastern Conference Finals to propel the Pistons to the game win and eventual series win and eventual NBA championship. What? A learning opportunity for most players now to fucking just dunk. Dunk the dunk ball. the ball, especially yeah. when you're 6'7". Right See Andrew well, Wiggins last night? Or on the yeah. other side to not give, give up, up on and, the play. Yeah. yeah, and go after it. Yeah. Andrew Wiggins 
threw down on oh i didn't see that nasty dunk last night on luca on luca Luca. i saw that that was that was pretty impressive andrew wiggins is playing more five no but he's playing more aggressive than he ever has right now well because he's on the team right the team to get him there yeah he's playing great that's what you do when you win you fall into that mold something that marcus russell couldn't do demarcus russell (laughs) is that his name (laughs) ah Jamarcus. 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 Yeah. yeah. The J. Or you have to Jamarcus watch those. You have to watch tape ja. to get better at football. No, we gotta watch blitz packages. He, he murdered Notre Dame though. <laughs> in the in the like cotton bowl. It was disgusting. I'm pretty sure I was going through chemo at the time and was very, very angry. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. So no. Socks, this is a uh, Sox Sanchez original countdown today. Uh, Ooh, original. Original. The, come original. You are you come original? our local expert on everything Saturday Night Live. Yes. it's My brain's mamush, so we'll do this together. Mamush. Everybody, let's hold hands. No. <laughs> Goodbye, <I> style. <laughs> no. Uh, well, you want to start off? So we're going to do. Wanna, do you want to sing in? Do you want we sing in. Yeah, you want to do like I don't know Louis Armstrong or something. Oh, crazy Sunday! <laughs> wake up on a late afternoon. Uh, I don't know. We'll dive in. We're gonna talk about our top. We're gonna talk about kind of a bunch of different stuff, like favorite presidential impression. But we'll start with favorite skits. We'll all throw a couple out there and see how this goes. Because, like I said, after fifty years of being almost fifty years of being on TV, picking five to ten skits is super tough. Bonkers. Oh God, super tough. So uh, well, you guys can start, and I'll kind of. We'll go around the horn. Yeah. Uh. Well, me personally. Well, let's just throw the cowbell, cowbell out there, right? Yeah. Like, obviously, well, I more, mean, more cowbell has got to be yeah, that's there. thrown out there. That's, that's there. probably absolutely one of my favorite ones. Oh, uh, fan favorite. Will Ferrell, Christopher Walken. Uh, <laughs> Talking about Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the recording of Blue Oyster Colts, uh, recording <laughs> Don't Fear the Reaper. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I'd be surprised uh, if you haven't. <laughs> Uh, Will Ferrell is playing the cowbell as a secondary percussionist and is wearing a a tightly fitted brown shirt that Jimmy Fallon claims that got tighter from dress rehearsal to the live show. He was looking just like you were a minute ago. Yeah, exactly that, with the belly hanging out and just rocking the cowbell, saying how important the cowbell was in the sketch. And everybody kind of loses their shit because, if you, like I said, you haven't heard it. You know, I put on my pants same time as everybody else, except when I do, I make gold records. You know, Christopher Walken. Boom. Uh, Will Ferrell has mentioned that, or Jimmy Fallon has mentioned that, that kind of like ruined Christopher Walken's dark side <laughs> of being <laughs> oh, a dark dude. side actor, yeah. you know? Yep. Like, yeah. Yep. So that's a good one to start, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I just started. That's cool. Yeah, so you, you pick one, Kyle. Uh, like, okay. So one of my favorites growing up, meme, uh, when me and my cousin would take, we would drive up to a, the cabin. My we'd parents hold hands. Had, yeah, we'd hold hands and we'd listen to uh, CDs I burned of Celebrity Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Yeah. Yes. And the one, it, it was the one thing. <laughs> More Will Ferrell. Oh my goodness. That's, <laughs> yeah, why, we, that's why we need video. No, uh, I need video. It, the one thing I was struggling with this countdown was like. Do we bring up things like Weekend Update that have happened? Well, we're gonna, I mean, there's going to be reoccurring skits. Yeah. Well, no, there's reoccurring skits. Like, there's reoccurring skits like Celebrity Jeopardy, for example. Yeah. And then there's Weekend Update. Yeah, but they have they have specific... Whereas Weekend Update was on every show. Yes. And yeah, but they had, they, they had specific 
correspondence on weekend update. Yeah, no, for sure. No, like, and I like that was some. There so was be a separation there. Yeah, there. But uh, every episode of Celebrity Jeopardy just has parts like Sean Connor or uh, yeah, Daryl Hammond. Yeah, Daryl Hammond who plays Sean Connery is just so hilarious. <laughs> Wolf Farrell does a great job as Alex Trebek. And then, you know, you got Norm McDonald as uh, Turd Ferguson, Turd Ferguson, Burt Reynolds. Um, and then there's always somebody random based on who was hosting the show. Yeah, yeah. The first one I ever saw was Martin Short, and he was playing Jerry Lewis, the comedian. Yes, he w- yep. Yep. That was the first one I remember seeing, like being in you know middle school, high school, whatever. I didn't know who Jerry Lewis was, but it was just the the Connery and the Trebek. Um, <laughs> Just the conversation between both has been always ridiculous, mm-hmm. always derogatory, always something gay with the mustache. Always, you know what I mean? Like it was just uh, those two, the banter that they had. I'll take the penis mightier. Yeah, then all those the buckfutters. And, and, you know, where are I'll you take at? Swords. Where are you at right the now? I'll take the swords. Yeah, swords. Yeah. Where, where are you the at ra- right, yeah. right now? Indoors. What did you wager? I heart boobs. Yeah. I so heard. just the shenanigans that they portray throughout the whole series of that skit you know the so recurring good. you know yeah. even when i think they did the snl 40 will ferrell came back and did snl and just something to just binge watch those i mean for example you can binge watch those all day and laugh at every single oh yeah one. same with 100%. family feud when keenan thompson started doing steve harvey mm-hmm. oh he yeah. does a great yeah. steve harvey yeah. first yeah. of all yeah. always he talking does. about his tickler yeah <laughs> You know, and his suits and stuff like that. There was a one specific family feud with when they uh, Justin Timberlake hosted, or Jimmy Fallon hosted. Justin Timberlake was impressing or impersonating Jimmy Fallon, who was across the way. That's one of my favorite ones because he nails the impression. Jimmy Fallon's just shaking his head like "fuck you, bro." Uh, but go ahead. What's yours? Go with one for you, Burns. Um, I probably have to throw Matt Foley on there. Foley, classic. Foley's it, it, a great one. Super classic. One of the first ones we probably saw as kids. Yeah. Not realizing what how epic it was. Well, right, that episode right. was replayed on Comedy Central constantly when we were young. Yeah. Like, yep. well, you, they played the they played like ninety one to ninety four on SNL, like or on Comedy Central, like a champ. Yes. And those were kind of like the darker years of not much going on. Well, and that episode is like famous for two things because not only is it the matt foley up ep- or i think it's the matt foley episode and it might be the Sinead o'connor episode too potentially yeah, yeah. but i always remember seeing that one are you, are you talking yeah. about the christina applegate david spade one? Oh yes. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 So there's a couple of them that was the yeah, best one the, yeah the christina applegate and spade david spade, lose, spade, spade loses it, it. Yeah. <laughs> which is always like for me like that always makes us get funnier when in cer- in the right situation. So like you like, like Fallon. Th- I was in, like, did you like anything in, Fallon's in? Well, no, not necessarily. To a point, but but it was, was really funny taste. in in the uh, yes more cowbell more cowbell one. And there, I'll get to. There's a trio of mine that's my like my favorite. If they're in anything together, and I'll we'll get there. Yeah, that it doesn't matter when they. There's a rule that you know and. We'll get there. Remind me to bring this up with the Lauren Michaels and the laughing thing. Okay. Because there's a funny twist. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So um, one of my favorite ones uh, is Drunk Uncle by Bobby Monahan. (laughs) Says the most ridiculous. He is your typical. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's hot dog neck as our our relationship (laughs) and our friends. Uh, Just as your typical out of date, out of time uncle. Who thinks you're still in the 60s, 70s as far as pop culture goes and just says 
things you shouldn't say anymore. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Uh, he was he was always on Weekend Update in that skit. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites of all time. He says some ridiculous things. Just the randomness of you know drunk people just saying random shit. Um, fantastic. So check that one. That's a, one of my one of my favorites of all time. Drunk Uncle. Nice. Every class begins with care. Like he just says shit like that <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> Like they remember we start singing Caribbean Queen. Caribbean Queen. Uh, I love that song. Yeah. Uh, so another one of my favorite ones, which like doing a lot of research for this, looking at a ton of different countdowns and skits and whatnot, wasn't really on it, but it's one I always loved was Colin Blow. Colin Blow. Phil Colin, Hartman. Colin yep. Blow. <laughs> and, you know, and then there's the, all those, all the commercial oh, yeah. parody commercials. Right, right, yeah. right. Like one of my one of my favorite commercials was the meth one, the meth PM or whatever yes, it was, yeah. with Kristen Wiig. What about the Brad Pitt ones? Well, we're gonna. Get, I was gonna get there with you for Taron Killam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bruh, bruh. <laughs> Local tacos, bruh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that guy. You hard. Jack Handy, the Jack, the, all the. Oh my God, the oh, Jack Handy, right? Yeah, right. yeah how great deep that shit thoughts. was. Yeah, deep, deep thoughts. thoughts with Jack yep. Handy. Uh, right, uh, ambu- ambiguously gay duo. <laughs> yes, yep. With I can't yeah. believe Ace, these are Ace things I completely forgot. And you Ace know who and played Ace and Gary? You guys remember? I don't. Uh, it was uh, uh, Steve. No, Hogan. yeah. Well, What's his name? The two Steves, Steve Carell, Steve Colbert. Yeah. That's, which that's is hilarious, right. isn't it? It's so, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when they were on the, the Daily Show. Remember they were on the Daily Show with the two mm-hmm. Steves or yep. whatever they call the Steve, even Stevens Davis. or whatever, <laughs> which was a great era Daily Show, but that's a whole different story. Uh, the, that, I'm sorry. That's the best era of the Daily that, Show. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, the next one, um, for me, I think I've debated on this one. I, the Will Ferrell in the office. Yeah, the, the is, Patriot. Uh, the Patriot, yeah, is, is real. <laughs> After 9-11. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny. You know, being in New York City and how he he made life. The dad with everybody playing baseball with the Yankees and all that stuff. Because I think it was the World Series for New, the Mets and the Yankees, too. Um, but that skit loosened a lot of things up. It did. Like, even everybody in the skit, I don't think knew it was going to go that far. Right. And if you ever know Will Ferrell, he goes, <laughs> he doesn't give a shit about what his body no. is. And if you don't remember the skit, he is wearing patriotic underwear, a Speedo, for say, <laughs> as a casual Friday in a business office. I'm going to try and post uh, as many of these videos as I can oh, on awesome. Facebook. I'm just, I, I just, YouTube, I'm just gonna post my playlist off my YouTube. Thing. <laughs> no, I do, or do that too. But like, I'm going to, like, it'll give me something to spirit, spirit sporadically post this week yeah over Facebook. definitely check all these videos out yes um because it's they're worth it man if, so first of all Saturday Night Live is an American institution that's been going on for 47 years yeah there's been years where it's been down but then there's years where it's up and it's amazing um just the fact of what they put into the show you know working till 4 a.m getting up at 8 a.m to do it all you know all that kind of good stuff that they put into it a lot of writers a lot of people have come out of snl as comedic heroes um so check all these out because we're not lying put it that way me Sucks. sherry o'terry the office flirt i don't know what the skit's <laughs> called but when she says it's just my elastic basket holding up my peaches talking about her holding up her boobs in her shirt do you remember what her name was Oh God, I can see Chris Kattan saying it. 
Um, give me a second on that. But uh, yeah, she anyway. She's a. Uh, they're all in an office. They're all on their lunch break, and she is just inappropriate. Basically, it's called the office for it. Yeah, um, inappropriate. She is sexually <laughs> harassing <laughs> everybody. Basically, like, um, very over the top. Very, and, and she nails literal. It. Just so Sherry Terry by, is one of my. I think. I think she's in my top three of performers of all time. Ooh, well, wow! Don't, don't give wow. it away, socks. You're giving away. I'm just, I'm just letting people know that, like, she's kind of a no name in that era because Will Ferrell's kind of yeah. taking it. You know, Jimmy Fallon started up, and that's when Tina Fey was showing up. And you know, Molly. Anyway, watch the best of Sherry Terry, and if you don't pee your pants a little bit, then you need to go see a funny doctor. <laughs> You're giving away our episode, yeah. episode 42, June 14th. Our top to, 10 SNL. Give players. me something to tune into. Kyle, hit me. Hit ya. Uh, socks. Let's kick it. Let's kick it way old school. Okay. Way old school. Uh, Bill Murray. Bill. <laughs> Nick Ocean. Uh, Bassomatic with Dan Aykroyd. Bassomatic. That's a good one. Yep. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd back in the day was kind of that perfect, you know, like radio talk show guy, selling product guy, business guy. Kind of held, he did all those. Uh, what would be like a good like Chris Parnell did in the nineties of yeah. being that guy, like the, the, yeah, all the infomercial yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, the voice, he had the voice, almost like what who uh, what Billy, Billy, whatever who did OxyClean or whatever. Oh yeah, Billy Mays, <laughs> yeah, Billy Mays who did OxyClean, like yep. yeah, Bass Man gets a good one with the John Belushi, the Samurai one. Yeah, I was watching the John Belushi Samurai one. That was pretty good. He's out of control. Yeah, go ahead, Bernsey. So one. I, I don't know if it's a favorite ever, but it's one that I really enjoyed re- more recently. Um, and I, you know me, I haven't been a huge yeah, been SNL fan super recently, but um, Sean Spicer being yes, played by, by Melissa. By Melissa. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. It's so funny. Well, even um, Amy Bryant playing Ted Cruz has been on fire. Uh, yeah. The one, do you guys remember the guy's name, the senator that was talking about drinking when he was under, he was getting questions, he was played by um, Matt Damon. God dang, what was his name? But he's getting questioned in the Congress about something. He was talking about just only having a couple beers. and Oh, the uh, the judge, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Yeah. Matt Damon playing Kavanaugh. <laughs> it's a cold open. I, I think it was three, four years ago now. Yeah, strongly. Uh, that's yeah. A, Matt Damon nails yeah. the shit out of that one. And like things, like things uh, that we haven't even talked about yet. There, I mean, you got the cheerleaders. Cheerleaders, yeah, so good. Yes, you got Chippendales. Chippendales. <laughs> These so are good. all on the list. <laughs> There's, uh, I mean, it, Stefan. Stefan has a correspondent on uh, Weekend Update. Yeah, you know, when at the Ridiculous. end, when the end, when Stefan and Seth Meyers get married. Yeah, a wonderful ending to that. Um, Chippendales has always been one of my. Yeah. Uh, Favorite ones with Chris, Chris Farley. Kristen Wig. It was Chris Farley's fourth episode on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, when he that's was the Chippendale. It was he, one of his first was, skits. He's a hero in every regard. <laughs> We're, we should be blessed to have any type of screenplay from him anywhere because yeah. uh, Kristen, Kristen Wig, like in, in the grocery store. Uh, Californians. The Californians. Oh, you're talking about the Target lady? Yeah. Yeah, you love the Target lady. Oh, man. So funny. Californians. Um, and that brings up to my point of the trio that makes me laugh. Like, there's a stretch. I think it was from, like, 2010 to, like, 2013. 
It's when Andy Samberg was coming and going, that kind of era. Yep. But Bill Hader, anything with Bill Hader, Fred Armisen, and Kristen Wiig is a shit show. Yeah. And so Bill Hader <laughs> was talking to Conan, and Conan used to write for SNL, and they always talked about Lauren Michaels and how Bill Hader always breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bill Hader was very concerned about his job because he was breaking a lot. And Lauren Michaels comes up to me. He's like, he likes it when people break. That means it's funny. He's like, hey, this sh- it's not like the shit you're, sa- you're saying is not funny. But if you're saying some shit that wasn't funny and you're <laughs> laughing, like, right. see you later. Right, so that's kind right. of a joke there. Yeah. Like, Lauren appreciates it, but yep. it has to be funny. <laughs> part of the funniest part about Stefan <laughs> is John yeah. Mulaney wrote the skit for him. And mid, like right before Stefan would go on air, he would change a couple names or a couple certain things on the cue cards <laughs> that, you know, Bill Hader doesn't know. That's why he's breaking, you know. So, uh, wonderful stuff. One of my favorite ones was the cork soakers skit. Oh, the cork soakers with Jimmy Fallon and Chris Parnell, yep, yep. and Janet Jackson. Oh, you you uh, soak a gogo cork. You soak a gogo cork, and how many times? Jan Jackson want to say suck a cock. Oh, God, I forgot about that one. That one didn't even make any of the list. Oh, I I'm at. telling you, my brain is just throwing them out, man. man. Like you said, any Kristen Wig one. Yeah. For the most part. Um, Sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. balls. Classic. Yeah. One of my favorite skits of all time was with Amy Poehler and Chris Kattan. Um, they were like, let's say white trash esque. And the cops get called on him because yeah. Amy, Amy Poehler's in the oven. Yeah. And John Goodman's yeah. a cop. Um, that one is fantastic. I'm going to get it on. I'm going to get it. She said, I was trying to do experiment with the with the balloon and trying to say what electricity, electricity was. Oh, God damn. Like that. That's a great one. Well, it's it, funny to me. They're endless. It's it's just endless. Yeah. It, it's funny to me because we talk, we keep talking about coffee. this. And we talk about like many different years and whatnot. Yeah. But then you think about someone who not, not only was a great SNL player, but a great musician, Mr. Edward Murphy. <laughs> one, <laughs> one season on the show and has probably three of the, some of the most memorable characters. Well, on well the reason show. it's deeply regarded as memorable too is because SNL was on the huge down and out and he saved that show during mm-hmm. that time. That but yeah. Uh, buckwheat sings. Buckwheat, Gumby, James Brown, hot tub, hot, hot tub. It's too hot in the hot tub. The Rogers neighborhood. Yeah, uh, yep. Mr. Rogers, Robinson's neighborhood. Robinson. Right? Robinson's. I, I couldn't yeah. think of what it yeah. was. Uh, yeah, he was. Um, thank you, Daddy Murphy, for hanging on and keeping it all together. Mm-hmm. There was literally like I think four or three people or four or five people on that show at that season. Yeah, I think it was right before Sandler, Farley, and Rock got there mm-hmm. and kind of re. I think it was before, right before like Phil Hartman got there because it was yeah, early. Yeah. It was early eighties, like eighty yeah. four. Was that early? Yeah, I thought it was later. No, because he literally did the one season on there, got uh, Beverly Hills Cop, and was gone. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. makes yeah. sense. Uh, Schlitz beer. Oh no! And thank you, Eddie Murphy, for party all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Schlitz beer. Schlitz beer. Oh yeah, with okay, Sandler, Schlitz. Sandler, and uh, Farley. Mm-hmm. With the pool and the glasses, Schlitzke, yeah. And the Coors Light, in that Bud, old Bud Light label. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, Can we talk about, like, as I was looking through all this stuff, and I, I love all these skits we've talked about, but I think that uh, a lot of the movies, with the exception of Night at the Roxbury, which I love those skits on Saturday Night Live, but... Uh, 
Mary Catherine Gallagher and Wayne's World were, I think, not as... There's not one Wayne's World on Saturday Night Live that I think was as funny as any skit that we've talked about so far. Mm. I mean, I love the Wayne's World movies. Don't get me wrong. I I, I tend to agree with you. Yeah, I mean, they're a little soft, but it was... That was... It was almost like doing the Hollywood Minute with Spade because they would always talk about pop culture and Madonna all the time. Mary Catherine Gallagher... That that's underrated for the fact of how physical comedy Molly Shannon was, or comedian Molly Shannon was. Um, I liked other skits that Molly Shannon were in personally as well, and I get it. But you know, they're they're signified they were special because of those reasons, mm-hmm. um, especially in the female era of SNL and all that kind of stuff. You know, she was kind of the one of the person, the people that made it go for females. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one was when Anna Geisteyer used to play uh, Martha Stewart. Mm-hmm. There's a good mm-hmm. one of that. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Yep. Um, another Will Ferrell one. One of my favorite one is the Mark Jensen's Family Christmas when he sings "It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year." <laughs> <laughs> and he's on the 360 um, yep. podium and he starts throwing up. <laughs> I tell you what, that is the thing that gets me. Oh, another Christmas one was um, "Christmas Time Is Here" with Jimmy Fallon and Horatio Sands doing the keyboard and the oh, guitar. Yes. The Tracy Morgan yes. dancing. <laughs> oh, we were talking about tra- Astronaut Jones. Yeah. Um yeah. and then the the homeless guy that Tracy Morgan used to play um, in the sewer. I don't remember that one. Oh, uh, there's one with Britney Spears on the brings her down to the sewer. His safari. Oh, uh, safari. What's his name? Um, safari Jones. Is it safari Jones? No, it. I can't remember. I'm, what it is. I'm some fellows. <laughs> I'm Brian, Brian fellows. fellows. That's a good. <laughs> Tracy Morgan was special too. Brian, Brian Fellows, the, the astronaut Jones or whatever that one was. It's not astronaut Jones, I don't think, is it? I don't know. But when he, we, they don't even say anything. The girls talking, it was like an alien from another planet. She's just yapping, yapping. He's just like word, yeah, word. <laughs> How about you get out of that green jumpsuit? Show me the big old green <laughs> space titties, like, and that's the skit. <laughs> Phenomenal, like so good. Just the, the one liner, and then it's done. <laughs> oh no! So the one with the homeless guy was with. Um, Hudson, what's her name? Something Hudson. Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. She goes down there because he, he was telling us he was a record producer and all that stuff. And so he would like pick up a brick and pretend it's like that. <laughs> anyway, he says some weird, weird homeless <laughs> shit in that thing. That's a good one, too. I forgot about Tracy Morgan. That's, <laughs> that's rough. Keep going. I got, I got, uh, we can keep, I mean, I let's got, keep it rolling because this is uh, making me sweaty. Dick in a box. Well, then you can talk about the whole right, the um, whole lonely island, the whole like, lonely island uh, digital short. You know, yep. the perfect timing. Then you know, I talk about YouTube and having right, videos on YouTube. Right, right. Uh, think Lonely Island. Yep. Uh, that first lazy. I was gonna put Lazy Sun there, mm-hmm. being the first one mm-hmm. with Chris Parnell and Andy Samberg um, for the digital age. Perfect timing. On wonderful, wonderful. All those skits were great. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Mango, Mr. Peepers. So oh. I was that was gonna be my closer was mango. <laughs> Can't have the mango Chris Chris <laughs> Top three. Get out of here. Are you kidding? He's, no not, way. he's not in my top three. Dude. I don't know if Chris Katan makes my top ten. You're crazy. We'll see. Then you're we'll not see. deep He's in my it. top ten. I've got plenty of time to catch up on all the DVDs. Ooh, I'll give you, yeah. Watch, I have I have them all. <laughs> watch Chris Katan. Peepers. Mango, when he does the gibberish Kentucky <laughs> lawyer or basketball coach, <laughs> what he does Queen the Queen, um, when he does Carrie Strug. Uh, oh, okay, God. that's that, that's um, 
Brian. It, he plays Brian Boitano, right? Brian Boitano. No, well, he plays Kippy Struck. His, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Her sister, her sister brother or something like that. And she's like, yeah. And he talks in the same voice. <laughs> One of my favorites is when he does the Queen, or when he does those things in between week and update where he'll be like the gay Hitler. And he comes across screen with the, the, the big old jacket that flashes everybody oh, and yeah. goes across stage. He just does weird shit like that. Yep. Chris Kattan, I'm telling you. Go ahead. Bring on more. Uh, no, those are the two that I just mentioned. Where Mango and Mango, Mister Peepers. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, one that we didn't talk about with the sports commentators. With um, oh yeah, uh, brought to you <laughs> by Vagisil. Yeah, yeah. Um, something stink. Yeah, Greg stink. Greg stink. <laughs> Greg stink and something funk or something. Sudeikis and, <laughs> and Will Forte. Yeah, good shit. The one with the golfing one with Kristen Wiig when she hits the ball. She's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good one. Um, so there was that one, and I had to transition to another one too, and I forgot what it was now. Oh, Will Forte in the fancy pants <laughs> with Peyton Manning. Yeah, uh, yeah. Peyton Manning playing football with the kids. That's a good one. That was a good one. Uh, Socks. I'm surprised that you haven't named one of your other favorites. Uh, I'm missing one. Yeah, Hanukkah song. It's a good one. McGruber. McGruber, yeah. Yep. Um, I liked Rafferty, Mrs. Rafferty from Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She talks Cut. about the aliens. Yep. So they, SN- had one, they had one this weekend. SNL just closed out their, what is the 47th season or whatever. Kate mm-hmm. McKinnon's last episode, they ended with, like, she going on the, the ship to the aliens and a lot of stuff. Okay. It was a good closing one. Uh, Pete Davidson had a good closing, good rap for Lauren Michaels that you should check out. Okay. Yeah, I saw it. It was, it was, a, it was a, another Eminem spoof, and Eminem shows up <laughs> at the end. He's like, Pete. Fucking stop. <laughs> He's like, well, I do what I respect. He's like, Pete, you're not even listening to what I'm saying. I'm like, stop. It's, it's great. It's a good for Eminem for having fun. Um, I think my favorite, like, if we want to talk about, like, favorite. Um, yeah. I, uh, George Bush, played by Will Ferrell, is probably my favorite president. The best presidential debate was the Will Ferrell and Daryl Hammond with the Bush and Gore. Yes. In the Absolutely. Box. Yes. In the lockbox. Yes. I think that was, what, 2002-ish? Uh, phenomenal. Yeah. Um, both two. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And good, for, you know. Daryl Hammond played all parties, but Will uh, Will Ferrell played it for being kind of thrown in that role. He played it really good. George Bush. Yeah. Yeah. President Bush. Um, but that debate. If you want to watch a, anything so, like a presidential debate, watch mm-hmm. that one because that one. I forgot about that one. That was a good one. Um, Colin Blow when Will Ferrell talks yells at the dogs. That was a good commercial one. Um, Will Ferrell yelling at kids on the shed. That was a good one. Yep. <laughs> I drive a Dodge Stratus. That was a good one. Uh, Another good one. Bill Hader playing Vincent Price in the Halloween special <laughs> with uh, John Hamm playing uh, Mason. John Hamm is always such a good host. It's always going to be a good episode when watch, John Hamm's the host. Watch the one when John Mason plays something Mason. I can't think of the old actor's name. Something Mason, he comes in with Kristen Wiig. And that's what he talks about. Where's all the whores? <laughs> oh, <laughs> fantastic. And one more. The the Wilk, the, um, when they do the God, Lawrence Welk show. Lawrence Welk show is great, too. When they do the singers. Mm-hmm. My Bernie's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kristen Wiig. Fantastic. Debbie Downer. Debbie Downer is one of the most. Yeah. 
talk about sketches where people um, biff it and start laughing. That's probably your top mm. one. Oh, yeah, that yeah. one. Fucking Christian yeah. Sands is laughing so hard he's wiping <laughs> tears with the pancakes <laughs> that are on his plate. <laughs> That one where they're at Disney yeah, World, that and Disney she, World yeah, one. And she he talks is, about having he's a got Mickey waffles and wiping his tears off. He's laughing so hard. Oh man, everybody! I was just watching it earlier. Everybody busted up. Uh, also, um, point counterpoint socks you ignorant slut. Jane, you ignorant slut. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, it, we haven't mentioned it yet, and I'm surprised. Uh, the bears, the bears, okay, <laughs> the bulls. <laughs> The bears, the bears, the bears, the bulls. I'm just having a, a fifth heart attack. He's joking. He's joking. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, one of my favorite Mike Myers one was actually the one where he's on the, the swing, the playground. And he's, I think it's, um, who's the girl that was Nicole Kidman? Um, but he's it's like chained up to a swing set, like leashed up. And he keeps trying to like flirt with this girl. Oh, yeah. He's wearing the helmet and everything. That was a good one. Mike Myers' sake. Uh, the one with Mike Myers and Michael Jordan, the or no, it's not. Is it Mike Myers? The people really like me. Oh no, that's uh, the governor from Minnesota, Al Franken. Oh yeah, that's right. That is Al Franken. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a good one. It's Pat. That was a movie. Yeah, uh, that was all right. Uh, Sarah Palin. And Tina Fey, yeah, Tina Fey yeah. was she was she nailed that really good. Sarah she like when doing the photo shoot, God. she acts like she's holding the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Nails that. Uh, that, was a, that was a good one. <laughs> the other really good Christopher Walken one, uh, Colonel Angus. Colonel Angus, yeah, Colonel Angus and the kind something. He's he's in that. The apartment, and he always has dates over, and they always try to leave on him. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Cre- the super creepy guy. Yeah. Because yeah. He's, yeah. That one was a good one. Connell Angus. Connell Angus. I've never. <laughs> that, one of my favorite things about that era is the girl. The girls were so good at writing jokes. Yeah. Like, those yeah. were Tina Fey and Amy Poehler yep. and Maya Rudolph. You know, and they would just write ridiculous shit, like in derogatory, like <laughs> yeah. female ridiculous shit, ridiculous shit. And that's why I love them. <laughs> um, one of my favorite cameos too is when um, Fred Armisen plays Governor Patterson, I think, from New York, and he's the blind guy. And he's, he always does like a weekend, oh yeah, correspondent on yeah. weekend update, and then you see him like because he's blind, he always like walks through the, the <laughs> shot of the camera and like stands there, and they're like, "Hey, you're in the way," and he's like, kind of just fades off. <laughs> Well, Patterson came on the show with him. I think the last time he ever did it, and they both did it at the same time. They were both like in different shots. I think we, oh, it was done so well. That's I awesome. appreciate celebrities when they do impressions. They kind of go over the top with them. Yeah. And respect the. Yeah. I mean, dude, uh, the impression's all about going an extra mile of being ex- exaggerating something, yep, right? Absolutely. Uh, so that was one of my favorite ones too. Can't my man go for you? Uh. The only other ones I have on my list are um, Total Bastard Airlines. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Wild and Crazy Guys. No. And then Hardball. Uh-oh, Chris Matthews. <laughs> Welcome to Hobba. Hard- I'm a Hobba. Hobba. That was a good one, too. <laughs> Daryl Hammond was a low-key G. Uh, the, even the what's, what's Up With That episode. It was okay with Keenan Thompson, you know, and Sadekis doing the running man in the corner. Well, my favorite part of that is Bill Hader goes out with Lindsey Buckingham every single episode, and they never interview him. They're like, oh, I guess we ran out of time, and Lindsey Buckingham is <laughs> sitting there 
the one time the real Lindsey Buckingham was on there and they did the same shit. I was <laughs> love it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. So we're gonna hash it all out. We're gonna, we're gonna wow. crank this down it's a lot to, to a, hash out to a ten. I don't know, because there's gonna be more that pop in my head while we do this. All right. Well, I think there's a handful that I think we just have to automatically probably put in the t- yes. top ten. And yes. that's uh Cowbell. Yeah. Uh Celebrity Jeopardy. Yep. Yep. Matt Foley. Yep. And you guys got you guys got something? Um I think uh, Sweaty Balls probably goes in there as a classic. Yeah. Okay probably mo- probably more towards the end of the top ten, but I think it's in there. It should be. Okay. Uh the Bush and Gore debate. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you gotta throw stuff on in there. That's, that's yep. a game changer for that era. Okay. I would put Californians six. in there. Okay. Uh, how do we feel about? You guys remember the ball hop sketch with the hotel with um, Bill Hader and Frank Armisen when they laughed the whole skit? Mm-hmm. That's a good one too. Sorry, can't remind you of that. <laughs> uh, what's more at the top that we mentioned early? Dick in a box. No, the, I went every other, and then as we kept going, I had to fill in <laughs> area. So, drunk uncle, colon blow. I think Chippendales is a classic. Chippendales, is, yeah, it, I agree. Chippendales is in there. So one, two, three, four. We got uh, two more to round out a ten, uh, ten of them. Uh, I think we're getting like down to point. I'm like I'm down to put definitely Patriot Will Ferrell in the office. I'll put that in uh, there. Okay. And then socks, you wanna? Can you choose just one? <laughs> That's not one, already starred. One ring. To save us all. One testicle to, to be dropped us. wherever it is to save us all. <laughs> I'm gonna do for shit. I'm gonna do office flirt because I think that one's phenomenal. All right. Office flirt. We'll is. throw it number ten. Well, yeah. <laughs> Hey man. All right. <laughs> All right. So hey, hey man. So what are we putting at the back end of this? We got Office sh- flirt. Sweaty balls. Uh Californians, Chippendales, Stefan, Will Ferrell, pa- Office Patriot, Bush and Gore debate, Matt Foley, Celebrity Jeopardy, more cowbell, and those three I think are more near the top. So let's go. Number ten is Office Flirt. Let's go nine Californians. Fire. Put all the good ones that I like. Eight will be uh, sweaty balls. Sweaty balls, I think, is fair for eight. Andrew, what does that one say? Stefan. Oh, seven, maybe Will Ferrell office skit. Will Ferrell, I'm calling it Office Patriot. Just put one as cowbell because that's gonna be yep. how it goes. I I would give I yeah, would give two go. to Foley. Yeah, I'd I'd give, I would give two, and that's I know it's gonna, it's gonna be okay. Kyle, you're gonna have to be the decider here. I personally. 
I'm going to have to give probably. Actually, I'm okay with Foley because Bob Odenkirk helped write that skit, and I love I, Bob Odenkirk. I'm, I would have to go with Foley anyways. And then, but I almost would put Celebrity I would Jeopardy, put Jeopardy at three in front of Chippendales. I would too. I'm cool with that. And then we can do Chippendales at four. I forgot about the talking it up with the Barry Gibbs talk show. There was uh, talking about yeah. politics. <laughs> and what were we doing at four? Uh, Chippendales. Okay. And we're left with Stefan and the Bush Gore. Stefan and the Bush. Yeah. That's a good list. Oh, and there's there's, there's just a million. There's, there's, there's just there. there's, there's too just much. So much. Like and really when you when like you do the research like I did and you look at all these countdowns, you see like the same ones in that top twenty. They're just in different orders, and that's just I was how looking close at all they probably that. are. I, mean, I was looking more on my independent side because my brain's different. You know, like nobody's gonna have the office slurred on their list. Mr. Miss Independent over here. Yeah, that's and true, but that's one that we all have absolutely love, and it's just and everybody should right. love. Absolutely. Everybody should love. So if you don't, you're a dick. Yeah. For the the feast, SNL favorite <laughs> skits, top ten list. We have at number ten, Office Flirt with Sherry O'Terry. Number nine is the Californians with uh Kristen Wig, Fred Armisen. Number eight, Sweaty Balls, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Oh yeah. Anna Gaster and Molly Shannon. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh number seven, Wolf Ferrell Office Patriot. Uh, number six, the Bush Gore debate. One we forgot too was anytime they did the recast where they show the re- their casting videos for old movies they did, and like Bill Hader always plays Al and Alda, and those kind of roles. Mm. Those are good ones too. Sorry. Mm. Oh, you're fine. Uh, number five, we have Stefan from Weekend Update. Mm-hmm. Number four, it's the Chippendales skit with Patrick Swayze and Chris Farley. Number three, Celebrity Jeopardy with Will Ferrell as Alex Trebek, Daryl Hammond as Sean Connery. Number two, Matt Foley with Chris Farley. And number one is More Cowbell, Christopher Walken and Will Ferrell. Bruce Diggison, Blue Oyster Cole people. Lots of Will Ferrell yeah. and Chris Farley on that list. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, imagine if they cross paths. If they, you know, in that time frame. Right. Yeah. Whoa. That would have been cool. That's a... Solid, solid, solid list, gentlemen. Everyone, check them out. I'll be posting them to the Spinebuster Sports Facebook page this week. You can get connected to the Spinebuster Sports Facebook page by going to www.spinebustersports.com. Yeah, and then check out Chris Catan and Sherry Terry, I promise. And pound sign it. Pound sign us. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, who was your guys' favorite host of all time for SNL? Host. Mm. Oh man. It's a toughie. I John Hamm is up there for me. Yep. You did say that. Um Christopher Walken was a great one. Yep, Christopher Walken. Baldwin was a great one. <laughs> yeah. Baldwin's been a great one, I would say two thousand later. Yes. Like what thirty yeah. rock Baldwin, let's put it that way. Yeah. Um I always enjoyed The Rock. Rock was always good. When he played The Rock was Mr. Peepers. That yeah, was that was awesome. fantastic. I like it when the old cast mes- cast members do come back. I host. agree. When Bill Hader came back. I, there, there was there was stretches where I was thinking of like 20 Bill Hader sketches. 
one of them we did we hosted and he was the old man trying to he was uh married to that younger girl like 50 years younger than her <laughs> he's on the yeah, wheelchair yeah. and they can only have sex at certain times because the cls will kick in at certain times they're like playing like uno or something he's yeah. like it's time to go <laughs> and like they're like basically doing the living room and then he's on the he's on his little moped or whatever and like slams a girl into the table like that's <laughs> almost <a> good, runs <laughs> over <laughs> they lost it in that one and then they the same episode they did the irish dating game when he was the he was trying to he was the bachelor and there's three Irish girls and ended up he was related to like two of them <laughs> and, and because he was related to both of them the two of them they had a better chance of winning. Uh, God, <laughs> so gross. Uh, and uh, did we did I say Peyton Manning? Mm-hmm. You did. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Kevin Hart was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think we named the mm-hmm. ones that really stand out. Yeah. Well, if you like sports and random funny shit, you should probably listen to The Feast. On 8 a.m. Tuesday morning? Sports. Yes. Every Tuesday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Here's some more funny stuff that we do every week. Check out The Feast by Spinebuster Sports, available on all major podcasting platforms every Tuesday at 8 a.m. And go to SpinebusterSports.com for all the latest news on The Feast and other Spinebuster Sports podcasts. And go to shop.spinebustersports.com for all the Feast, Spinebuster Sports, and Pappy's merchandise needs. Now we're going to throw it back to episode 31, where we talked about what we had learned that day. Kyle, what'd you learn this week? I learned that Shaheen Holloway was pretty much signed, sealed, and delivered to Scene Hall before St. Peter's got off the floor Sunday. Are you, are you hurt by that? No, I just that's all, that's what I learned. Okay, I've learned something. <laughs> you kind of learned anything last week. You knew it all. <laughs> I just blacked out. It's like, oh uh, yeah, I learned that uh, I put pants on. I learned that dogs don't lay eggs. <laughs> that's I learned something today. <laughs> I, learned, I learned if you take a nice creamy shit in the best bedroom, that's okay. Uh, Burns, what did you learn this week? Uh, <laughs> um, Carmelo wears a gimp mask. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I actually didn't know that. That's <laughs> wild. Uh, Mike Shushevsky's a piece of shit. I, no, I knew that shit. <laughs> no, I learned I've known that for a long that's, time. That's the one I learned. I've known that for a long time. Uh, I, oh, what did I learn? Uh, I learned about the Steiner brothers. <laughs> Joe and Mark. <laughs> Rick and Scott from Bay City, Michigan. Terrific. University of Michigan alums. National champions in wrestling. Terrific. Socks, what did you learn today? I learned that if you want a good towel, <laughs> you go to com. <laughs> and also, if you want to get your ear holes filled, you should listen to The Feast every Tuesday morning. We slap you with fucking knowledge. Yeah, we'll sl- and we'll even give you a towel to clean it up with. <laughs> <laughs> Count it. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Don't forget to tip your waitress. Oh God. Well played. Welcome back. He's a cowboy. You, you totally, baby. you totally redeemed yourself. <laughs> if you enjoyed that, and you want to hear other funny stuff? Check out our I- archives available on all major podcasting platforms. And remember to subscribe so you'll get our latest episode every Tuesday at 8 a.m. It's The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. If you can see the room right now, we got real real comfy after that break. Welcome back to 39.
we're shortly going to go into 13 times three. Thank you. Why do you keep doing the math shit? I don't know. <laughs> Comes to my head. So I say it. Halfway to 78. Hey, you did one too. Quarter of the way to 156. Wow. Kyle's got all the math. I just had one. That's it. No, you. this is exactly what you did like three <laughs> episodes ago. <laughs> I've been listening to the old episodes. At least somebody has. <laughs> I listened to them. Hey, we're going to cross 2,500 downloads this week. Hey. Hey-oh. Yeah, guys. Hey-oh. I was going to wait. With two zeros. Two zeros. 25. Yeah. Zip. What do we got going on, Kyle? Uh, I think we're due for a little uh, session of poetry. Oh, we're doing that now? Yeah. You want me to... You can lead in with whatever you want. I think you. I think we'll just hit the music. No, I want you to hit the music. Spinebuster Sports presents Poetry Corner with Socks Sanchez. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left because I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be treated like a punk, you know, that that's unheard of. You better watch how you talk and where you walk in or you and your homies might be lined with chalk. I really hate the trip, but I got a lock. As they croak, I see myself in this pistol smoke. Fool, I'm the kind of G like little homies want to be like. On my knees in the night, saying prayers in the street light. And that was Poetry Corner with Socks Sanchez. Thank you, Dangerous Minds and Coolio, Ooh. for that wonderful trip to Gangster's Paradise. My first two CDs that I ever owned, Coolio's Gangster's Paradise and the Dangerous Minds soundtrack. Did you have a leather jacket like Michelle Pfeiffer? I don't think I've ever owned anything leather that is wearable. Mm. It doesn't sound very cowboyish to me. Mm. 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 <laughs> Luke Bryan's disappointed. <laughs> so mad. Uh, but yeah, that's Coolio. What were we talking before break? Uh, oh yeah, so I heard that song the other day last week. and I was trying to wrap it like my buddy Brandon and I and... You know, elementary school would always rap like Bone Thugs and Harmony on the way to school, like just try to smash it. Uh, but every time I started rapping, I kept singing that or Amish Paradise. I was fucking it all up. So maybe I'll just do a half and half one day because <laughs> I just don't know. Uh, are we talking to the hand soon? Uh, yeah, but first. Uh, oh, you know, first. What? All, the, all the SNL talk. Uh, oh, got you, Boner. Me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, what, what are your guys' favorite presidential impressions from Saturday Night Live? So, W for me. Will Ferrell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Will Ferrell's W. Uh, Carvey, uh, Danny Carvey's dad. Uh, dad Daddy, Daddy Bush. Bush. Daddy Bush. Uh, one of my favorites. I also liked. Didn't Danny Carvey play Ross Perot? Perot was a good one. <laughs> Danny Carvey played all of them. <laughs> Phil Herman as Bill Clinton was a good one. Yep. I like Daryl Hammond as Bill Clinton a lot, too. I, I did, too. Chris Farley went to the house as Newt Gingrich, Newt Gingrich as yep. a speaker, yeah. and he starts <laughs> screaming out bills. He's like, pass. <laughs> he was a good one. And then Sarah Palin, I thought, was fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Uh, underrated. I lo- I loved uh, Chevy Chase as Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford. Yeah. Nailed, he nailed that. Alec Baldwin did a pretty solid Trump. 
for I a minute. But the, Trump. but the new guy does a great Trump and Biden. Um, but Jim Carrey did a pretty funny Biden, too. For, yeah. Uh, my favorite one that wasn't really a candidate at all was when Will Forte used to do his probable presidential candidate, and he'd be the soft-spoken guy. Like, my name is Tim Callahan, <laughs> and I'm here to run for president of the United States of America. And he'd be on Weekend Update, and then he'd, like, pause, and he'd, like, read his note cards. Like, I'm here to win over the American people. <laughs> that was one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of playing with your dick and disappointing things <laughs> from Michigan. Here's talk to the hand. Talk to your hand. Talk to the hand. Talk to the hand. And if you didn't get any of those references of the, it's the, funny because Gerald Ford's from Michigan and yeah. Bill Clinton touches himself. Yeah. So that was a good transition. That's why it's a funny joke. Ah. Ooh, who that vinyls? I touch myself. Four non-blondes. What's going on? That's what Burns listens to when he's taking a bubble bath. Who are we kidding? Burns karaoke's, uh, what was that Nelly song me and you did the one time? We did a Nelly song? Yeah, it, you did the Nelly part, and I did the Kelly Rowland part. Oh, uh, God damn it. The one when the... When I Ke- didn't know that. Even when, when I'm with my boo. Huh. When uh, my the, fa- the last one I remember doing was, uh, was Patiently Waiting with, yes, with Eminem and 50 Cent with Flem. Yeah. yeah. That no, was a fun one. We did it like home bar or something like that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. With, Corner bar. With Nicola and Tom, maybe? Yes. <laughs> Scully. Yeah, and Scully. Yep. Um, oh man! Oh, but enough about touching. No, hold ourselves. on. My, my favorite part about that music <laughs> video with Kelly, touching myself. Kelly Rowland and uh, who? Donnelly? Tim McGraw. Yeah, well, he's, she's trying to get text messages from him about like where he's where he's at, and it's like an Excel <laughs> web, it's an Excel page that says where you at, where you at, and it's an Excel spreadsheet. Like how's it well, she get? was just gonna attach the attach it to the email. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but back, back in '99. <laughs> Jesus. That's my favorite part. Like, no wonder you get not getting texted. You're using an Excel spreadsheet, you dumb bitch. She's gonna take a picture of it and then put it in the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> Use Morse code and send it as a telegram. You get in four to six weeks. All right, hand it. All right, quick Detroit Red Wings news. Detroit signs Stephen Camphor, 33 year old travelman defenseman. Uh, the good the uh, Ann Arbor born <laughs> ex U of M player coming home to the team. I'm sure he grew up loving the bad. Adding a whopping 39 points in 231 career games. Yeah, he's going to be probably a leader of our minor league team. Yeah, my who cares. But a good veteran signing. I mean, he adds depth, but yeah, I mean, it's not going to wow you. Also re-signed Taco, Taco Rossi, who will also be probably one of our top minor league guys that kind of helps solidify a winning attitude in our AHL program. Nice. Yeah, nice. Well, then we'll move on to Detroit basketball. Mm. Uh, Tuesday, the NBA draft lottery odds once again went against the good guys in the D. Pistons own uh, five, number five in the upcoming draft. Who Fifth. Are we, who are we considering? Sharp. Chris yeah, Harris. I think there's three options, really. Um, Ivy, two, Murray, two, Sharp. Yep. Two of the three will be available. I think we're going to go for so, Sharp and be weird. It, Top, top prospect didn't he's, play. He's probably is he your highest upside guy of the three? Maybe no, but also maybe the lowest floor, potentially. But you know, we're um, really good at picking guys who have stay, low floors who, and stay there. <laughs> 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 no, 
So, um, Darko did great things. I think that there's, he got a championship. There's a few to, I mean, I, so it's weird because like the free agency too. So these two things are going to go hand in hand. You're not going to sign the same position that you're going to draft. And it's, it's kind of a big year for the Pistons off season. So, you know, I think you got options all the way around you could draft Keegan Murray and make a run at Zach Levine. You could draft Jaden Ivy and make a run at like a Yusef Nurkic. Maybe you could trade Jeremy Grant and trade Jeremy draft Grant, two guys in the top 10, which absolutely there has been some rumors flying about Portland. Jeremy Grant to Portland for the number seven. Nope. Um, and you know, and then at that point you could do like a Jaden Ivy and grab like a Mark Williams from Duke at seven. Wow. Um, so it'll be interesting. There's so many, so many different scenarios out there with free agency. And I think draft. If, it's going to be, it's going to be weird. If, if Ivy's there, you want that. Probably, you know, I but, think so. If it comes down to Ivy goes at four or three or whatever, yep. I'm I'm not mad about the sharp idea. I'm not either. I'm not. He does have a higher upside than Keegan Murray. I think it, it, with Keegan Murray, you know what you're going to get, right? He's he's six ten. He can he has great post moves. He can shoot. He's, he'd be but like your Carlos Boozer. Going to be able to play. He's not going to be able to play pick and pop defense. Yeah, and that's a problem. I think Sharp just adds the athleticism and the shooting ability that we would need yep. if we didn't go that route in free agency. I think he's kind of a sleeper because he didn't play it all last yep. year. Uh, I don't hate it at five. I don't hate it at five because I forgot it, all about him during this it, whole. Yeah, because we were always thinking top three, right? Yeah. And exactly. You and know? now we don't. We can't think that anymore. So right. You know, I I don't hate that that pick because I hate how fucking comfortable you look right now you fucking bastard well i told you look it was if you didn't know burns is laying vertical on kyle's sprawl that, you know what we'll, get, we'll get to the we'll get to the full spread it's, in the next segment yeah. i'm i'm half cocked right now <laughs> you half yeah the only, the only oh, thing oh, the only thing keeping you from being <laughs> cocked is wearing pants bro <laughs> you're a phone in your left hand away from not being quite two, fully torn. you're a phone in your left hand away from being 2010 <laughs> if you remember what i'm talking about you, 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 you always told me to use two hands. Yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, I, his phone was in one. Uh, the sharp, I, I like. I do like the sharp. Now, if we do get seven two, like then you can go right, right. Then you can be, you can get. Here we go, Iden and Sharp. If who? chances are, it wouldn't happen. Greg, o- Greg Oden, who? Ivy. Ivy? Ivy, yeah. Iden. Yeah, Iden. Greg Oden. <laughs> Greg Oden's brother. Iden. Nadalkovich. It's not even close to the same. Nadalkovich. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle, the plan we talked about goes into effect next week. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy. Jordan <laughs> Ivy. I dash V E E on Kyle's notes. Yeah. No. No, I didn't have him in I like I told you, I didn't have that many names to look at. Oh, okay. I wasn't looking at anything. That's how I fucked it up. Fucked up the four letter one. Yeah, I know. Good for me. Hase. 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 Uh Candle Rio. On to Detroit Tigers baseball. Earns. This is why I want cameras. <laughs> See what <laughs> Jesus Christ, cowboy! All right, we had a winning streak I'll last do, week. I'm about to punch you in the dick so hard. <laughs> what happened? We had a winning streak last week. Ooh, for three? The Tigers four. Oh, we scored four, a run. We got yeah. do you want, to, want my song again? And then we, we scored t- a run today. We scored a run today. Did you guys yeah. listen to that video I sent you too? No. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. I look good today. Yeah. Watch that one. 
Jim. Yeah. Sorry. And then, uh, yeah, that was the only one we took last Monday from the Rays. Is mm. clearly we were more worried about Joe Caputo's guide to Tampa nightlife than we were about playing baseball. Typically. Yeah. When we were in that side of town. Yeah. And then. Side of the world. Then we were in Sox Sanchez's Boys favorite town? town to drop a hot deuce in for 37 years running. <laughs> That'd be Cleveland, I'm assuming. <laughs> Cleveland to take on Batista, Bernie Kosar, and the rest of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Fucking Bernie Kosar. Kitty Cat split two games with the Grundles. <laughs> That's my new name for the Guardians. Uh, the Grundles. Uh, Saturday Love was rained it. out. Uh, two and three on the week, and that's not how you're going to make ground in the I very saw tough a meme. AL Central. I saw a meme that made me laugh. It was like, Detroit starting rotation, not sure, relief pitcher, the closer, not sure, maybe a starting pitcher. <laughs> that's our actual starting rotation. <laughs> Literally. It, it is the entire, crazy. The entire starting rotation is on the injured list. We are not pitching bad either. We just can't hit. Yeah. Imagine okay. if we actually had a staff. Like, imagine if, like... We are well, depleting our, our minor league teams. Everything's going wrong for us outside of the bullpen right now, like yeah. and Cabrera, because the reports are the team's really worried about what's going on with Meadows, with his vertigo. Yeah. He hasn't been getting better. They don't know. Uh, AJ Hinch said yesterday that he's very worried about what's going on in that situation, which is mm. not, obviously, not a great sign. No. Uh, and every pitcher that we started the season with as a starting pitcher is on the injured list right now. Great. My early season 500 prediction. Not looking hot. Don't give me both, brother. If the Tigers want to win 90 games this year. 90? 90. Did you say 90? Listen, but no, if we're going to contend for a playoff spot, like if there was ever a chance, which obviously there's not, we'd have to win two thirds of the games going forward. And that's just not going to happen. That's winning every series. Yeah. Right. Taking two, two or three. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Not going to happen. Right. I think 60 is (laughs) realistic. Sounds like a number. Then you got to win one out of three. Then you just got to win one out of every three. Yeah, and right now we're not even. I don't even know if we're if we're poised to hit that many home runs this year. Well, you'll get another another top three pick. Silver linings playbook. When when are we going to sign a bat? Will you quit saying silver linings playbook? Oh, um, you have a bat. You signed Miguel Cabrera, Javier, and. And the guy that, Torkelson. And the guy that has yeah. vertigo. Torkelson, me, hey, leading, me, son. leading our team with home runs with four. <laughs> Burns, our team, total in home runs, 20. Honestly, like, they did try to sign bats, to be fair. They, they did. They, 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 Austin Meadows and Javier Baez were two guys. I mean, Baez is that, great. Baez, Austin Meadows is Meadows, cheap. He, huh? It was a cheap trade. Right, he, and he hit. Didn't he hit thirty home runs last year? Yeah. So I mean, they tried. Yeah, they did what they could. Everything on paper in our system was fine. It's just it's not it's fine. Not fine. Everybody's <laughs> hurt. And like I said, when your thirty-eight year old Miguel Cabrera is leading your team in batting, it's not good. It's not supposed to be it's like not good. Yeah, he slayed the bat seventh. He's batting like third now. The rebuild may be pushed back. Yeah, a year or three. So now I'm like thinking, okay, does Riley Green actually come up this year? Is he just stick in AAA and just try to, or do you try to get you him, bring him up if he's healthy and then just try to you, you spark, just let him? Well, let it, him not roll. even that. You just you give him the experience, even if they're shit all year. Yeah. You give him a year to He's, get used to major league pitching. Uh, and there was actually an update about Riley Green. Probably got a month left. I would uh, say. He's day-to-day, technically, 
Yeah, he'll be uh, he'll be up by July if he doesn't yeah. come up. Listed as day to day, but still uh, just played in an intra squad game at the Tiger Spring training facility late last week. Uh, yeah, like uh, Rodriguez got put on the fifteen day DL. Mm. Manning is making another mm. rehab start with Toledo, and hopefully we'll be back soon. Mize had a setback in his outing. Yeah, Mize had a setback. He's returned to Lakeland to slow down his stress me stuff. out, man. Uh, so the the big three will be ready next year. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> Can't wait. Put another year on Cabrera and trot him out there. Yeah, well, well, and Baez isn't getting younger. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Great signing. Nobody, nobody on the team is getting any younger. He only has three home runs. That's a dis- He's he's been a disappointment. Well, I mean, it's the ballpark. A lot of it is our it, ballpark. It is the, the weather, ballpark. the ballpark, and how we play our game. Yeah, based on what our team is, right? But, you know, if we had a porch like Yankee Stadium, which fucking well, pisses de- me they off. They dejuice the balls. Well, after. It, it, right field I, can suck a dick. I don't. I, I guess. I in. I mean, they haven't won shit since they went there. I don't see the advantage to having a huge park like that because you really do. You you take away some of the things that maybe you're signing players to come there that they do with where they currently are. They get to Detroit. They're not as, as successful. No, you like, that's and why I was excited about Riley green because like it's, he's a gap power hitter. Right. Perfect park for him. Yeah. And, and, and it's not Candelario, like Mario perfect park for him. Cause he's a double machine. Right. He's not going to get you 40 home runs, but he's going to get you 20 and 50 doubles. Well, and the I'm whole, okay with that. you know, the whole, it seemed that the whole strategy was to, you know, combat that with having great pitchers. And they did that for a while, and it did not translate into winning. And I think that's, but they did. They were successful as far as you know, the they had. I think that that's what you have to do to be successful in at Comerica is pitching put together a first. crazy good pitching staff, oh. and then go from there. Well, and that's the the problem. Drive hitters, man. The right. problem seem the problem always seemed to be too that and we've seen this at the beginning of seasons. We can't for, we can't throw the first base. Well, and we and when it's Chuck colder, when it's colder out, we're cold. Like it, well, late Octo- yeah. in late October, when we're playing in the World Series, and it was forty degrees. Yeah, at America. But both teams are playing there. Yeah, and uh, as the home team, you're, you better fucking be the one that's used to it. Yeah, well, if you're playing against some fucking West Coast team or someone from the South or right. that plays indoors at home. Like, they're not used to it. That should be an advantage, almost. You would think, but bats don't wake up. No. I don't know. Sucks. Tigers Tigers will be in Minnesota asking, what's the difference between a Twins fan and a pothole? Dana DeVito. We swerve for potholes. For a three-game set this week. Okay. Uh (laughs) Then we're back home for a four-game set trying to lick the grundles. <laughs> <laughs> trying to Brad Marsh on the grundles. <laughs> Wonderful. See? See what I did there is I threw that lob to you guys that I knew you guys would Skid hate. Skid mark and the towel. And then he hit you with the grundles. Wild thing. <laughs> uh, now we're going to do a little editorial piece with uh, Sox's <laughs> problem with baseball. Oh, I was just, I, the reason I texted you guys last week, I don't know if I texted both of you, but I want to talk about... The whole game of baseball, the whole analytics of baseball, it's starting to piss me off. It's fucking awful. The whole analytics part of it, like, yeah. so the whole sign stealing, I think sign stealing is not a bad thing because it's old school baseball. Yeah, if you can figure it out, if you're not it. trying, if you're not using technology to do it. Yeah, if you're exactly. watching, if you're watching a coach put his fucking signs out and you figure Change out what they sign. are, then that's on them. That's you, not you. A, you pitched, right? right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little bit in college. Right. 
when somebody we stole fucking signs on second base. Yeah, but when somebody went to second base and you're pitching, you change your signs. Absolutely, you do. Right? Yeah. 100%. So to my point, I think it was Kimbrel, whatever team he's on, intentionally balked so the runner on second base moved to third base because he thought he was stealing signs at home. Plate. I think that shit's fun. So cool. If you can't fucking if you can't outsmart that guy and you need to balk to get him over, cool. That's, yeah, I, I, get, lo- I, I love that kind I of shit. I get that respect, but my also thing is try to try to get them anyway. Oh, I agree. You know, but like, but like I like that little weird shit in baseball. What I don't like is the analytics saying, "Oh, you need to you're going to have all eight of your infield or infielders and outfielders yeah. to the right of second base or to the left of the, of second but that's base." A, to me, that was a part and of it. I I hate that, and I think they need to change it and no. and and fix it. Um. So that's the biggest problem with baseball. I think it, obviously the length of games is a problem. It's um, all, but the strikeout rate is a problem. It's all the analytics stuff, right? But, it's, but it's, that's always like, going to be a problem. The length of game is just got to be squashed. Yeah. In general. Yep. You know, my we're in that era now of my favorite thing. My we talked about this a little bit before the season started. Our favorite thing. I love extra base hits, I like stolen bases. Yeah. I, I like the small ball effect. Yeah, I like the home run. Right. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. But then the opposite side of that, you know, I love the pitcher mindset. But the reason the baseball is being ruined is because these starting pitchers are not going eight, nine innings anymore right. and being those star. Like this, you could have star players as a pitcher right now, hardcore, and you mm-hmm. do. But none of these guys are pitching eight, nine innings. They're pitching five and six deflates the whole purpose of that star power mm-hmm. of seeing this guy because it's a pitching world right now right. every five days. I think that's why the game of baseball is a little hurt because your best players are your pitchers. And like I said, they're not throwing. Yeah. You don't see them very you often. You don't throw them. You don't see them throwing the complete game. Right. You, you see them yeah. getting, you know, that's what, that's, that's what kind of triggered everything for me. It was like, okay, it's a pitcher's world, but they're not providing the star power for their pitchers because nobody, because of, an, of analytics, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yep. that was that was it. I, baseball should listen. Baseball is just one of those sports that, to make it entertaining, they need to go away from the analytics almost. Yeah, and it that's so hard to do. The other the other problem in baseball, realistically, is umpire strike zones oh, is a big problem. That's been a huge problem this year. It's really fucking bad. Real bad. It's really bad. It, like. I saw I, I saw a video the other day and a guy struck out on three pitches looking. There were all called strikes. There yeah. were all balls. Yep. Like and a couple of them weren't close. And it's just it's really I, bad. I like the I like the game. I love the game of every umpire has their own strike zone. I like that part of the game. But then it's like but this is exaggerated of that. It's really bad. It's really bad. They like it's at one, this point, give me give me an electronic strike zone. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I don't know. If it's the only thing they're doing electronically, I don't see anything wrong I don't with either. That. I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to miss the natural calling of officiating in all, a lot of sports right now. It's starting to get to my brain a little bit. The As far as, like, replay, 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 Dude, replay, replay. just call, like, like I, I mean, we're going to get calls mean, both ways. You mean, like, yeah. the 10-minute replay we saw right. in right. the game? I, I like game. The, natural, the natural human ability of you are playing a game, an official makes a call either way, whether it's good or bad. Everybody's going to go that route. I miss that part of the game a little bit. So I I think I agree in some sense and in some in some I don't like like if we're going to talk about football for instance like I think that being able to challenge scoring plays right I think is a, is a good thing or being able to review scoring plays um, now something like pass interference when they were fucking starting to challenge that like come on no, no. like no uh, even 
I'm even like as far as the grading. I'm even okay with like turnovers, probably turnovers and scoring plays. But like, it, I, I don't. You, you better not. I don't like. I, I don't need a. I don't need a replay because maybe you spotted the ball three inches different. I don't need a replay. I don't. Need, I don't give a fuck if it meant there's a first down or not. That's where you spotted it. Make the next play. I don't. You know. I don't need replays for all this dumb shit. I'm okay with officiating in general when it's consistent all around. Let's say you're, you know, you're talking about football here, and on the outside with wide receivers and corners, they're giving it to. There's hands all over the place all day long, and it's going both ways. Let it go both ways all day long. Yeah, I'm okay with those. I guess inconsistencies from ref to ref, depending on where the hands go. Fair, but you get what I'm saying there. Like in basketball, you know, if they're playing rough and <laughs> rough and tough in the paint, and you're letting stuff go, let it go. But then don't call it with 30 seconds left in the game. Yes. You know what I mean? I think that's what the, the grade should be more on that effect than individual call, call, call. I think it should be more of the consistently whole situation of the game. So That's fair. You know, anyway, we can move on. Uh, cares? Moving on. Nobody uh, cares about officiating. We got it's hour three. Come, <laughs> uh, coming up next, we'll do uh, this week's full spread. But first, we're going to do our uh, shop.spinebustersports.com promo. We are for all your great, uh, yeah. Is that where we get towels? Yeah, where you get towels, t-shirts, socks, flops, socks, flippy floppies, mm-hmm. swim trunks, uh, my flippy floppies. Soon the finish on Kyle's face shirt, flipping burgers. <laughs> yeah, Kiko straight making copies. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm ruining Kyle's whole stuff. <laughs> he is thrown. Sorry, thrown. Hear more of thrown. We'll be right back in hour four. Summer is here, the kids are getting out of school, and vacations are getting planned. Don't wait to plan or be on vacation and have nothing to do. Hi, I'm Kyle from Spinebuster Sports, and now you can go to shop.spinebustersports.com and get your copy of Yo-Yo and Hot Dog Next Guide to Florida. Now you can enjoy the Sunshine State like a pro with Yo-Yo and Hot Dog Next Guide to Florida. It is your quintessential guide to everything Florida has to offer. Want to fish for sharks? You'll be the coolest guy in a boat since Michael Bolton. Eats! This has every fast food establishment in the state listed, as well as reviews of drive through times and customer satisfaction. Amusement parks? You bet your corn-fed ass we do. You'll be running around with that rodent and all his fucking pals quicker than you can say 1-800-DIAL-IT-UP. Hotels and rentals? You'll be in the house in no time. Bing bong! Hello! Act now and get a special gift. Joe Caputo's Guide to Tampa Nightlife. Find love or tickle that naughty side of you with this guide to get filled with Tampa Nightlife. And order in the next 15 minutes and we'll also include the Frugler's Takeout Deal and Fast Food Guide to All of West Michigan. This offer won't last long, so act now. Go to shop.spinebustersports.com and powerbomb your vacation. Yo-Yo and Hot Dogs Next Guide to Florida does not include half gallons of Captain or Tito's, Ubers to Wendy's, fireproof carpet, or repeated calls from your friends to delete Facebook statuses, and all sales are final. Plus, coming soon to shop.spinebustersports.com, the Glaze My Pound Cake t-shirt. Go to shop.spinebustersports.com for everything The Feast, Spinebuster Sports, and Pappy's merchandise related. And don't forget, tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. for The Feast by Spinebuster Sports, available on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, well, 
Kyle spawned that off out of nowhere. <laughs> very good, Kyle. That was wonderful. Did you guys enjoy it? Oh, oh good. man. I, I came up with that last night and then wrote it this afternoon and recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a, a great thing. Reason why You're going to hear it. You're yeah. going to hear it. Reason why supplies, supplies <laughs> won't last long because I'm going to get beat when I get home. <laughs> Joe's going to beat me again. Well, he beat me that last time for whatever we talked about last time. You did? No. Did we? We had told him. I, I figured that'd be a nice uh, little surprise for Yo Yo uh, and Hot Dog next. Ding bong. Hello. Oh, I can't wait for that text tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, everything was great, but that promo. <laughs> Well, yeah, that was all me, everybody. Don't that was all Kyle. Yep. Hey, the I the glaze your the glaze your pound cake t shirt, dude. That was good. Yeah, still want to do the wake up at eight a.m. with Joe's hand in my ass. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna do that promo too. You just gotta get over your <laughs> writer's block. Yeah, no, I'm I almost block. just wrote it today. <laughs> no, I'll write that one. It's there's parts and then it just dies. Well, because anyway. you you want to make it intimate because it's between you and Joe. I get it. No, I'm just Chris Burns. You're normally good for a, a good laugh about Joe and. Uh, socks being lovers ever since Keith Black's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What happened there? We'll talk. I'll I'll tell you that story <laughs> off air. About me and Joe? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah, because you were you got quite intoxicated that evening. Sir. I did. You're the only person that's ever thrown up in my car <laughs> into a Meyer bag. Oh, that's right. Yeah, into a Meyer bag. No to be fair. Yeah. Uh, Joe and I are not lovers, everybody. No, and even if they were, it's none of your fucking business. Yeah, and even if True. we were, the Kyle would cry. The state still has three years away <laughs> yeah. before before, it, before they force it. Before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys are just together now, okay? <laughs> hey, whatever. It's just for insurance. Purposes. I just don't know who's going to perform the ceremony. Not you at this point. <laughs> no, I'm going to be standing on Joe's side and Burns going to be on your side. No, you guys aren't coming. It's going to be a court wedding. <laughs> well, Dicks. Uh, next week on the Fuse by Fi- Spinebuster Sports, we will be doing our NBA Finals preview, more than likely. You're just lucky you had a kid, you bastard. Otherwise, it'd be Three's Company. You know it. Oh, that's 100% fair, probably. Thank you. What are we doing next well, week? Thank God I had a kid and I quit drinking because if I was still drinking, God knows I'd still be passed down the basement at Joe's house. The gremlin or whatever you called yourself. <laughs> uh, next week we'll be doing our NBA finals preview. More, oh, yeah. more than likely. Uh, we will talk to the hand, talk NHL playoffs mm. and other big news in full spread. I thought we were tired and talk to the hand for a little bit. Uh, I mean, if there's something to talk about, we will. Okay. You know, mm. or I'll just do the, I'll just write up a Detroit Tigers minute. And do that. That's what I was going to do Ooh, last week. That's, Tigers minute. It's probably better. It's yeah. playoff time, so there's not much to talk yeah. about in Detroit world until until off season starts. Heard. I'll or flex. Draft. I'll flex my creativity on the Detroit Tigers minute every week. Flex them. Okay. Flex them. Uh, and it's another motherfucking countdown show. We'll be counting down the greatest Detroit athletes since 1990. That's next, next week. week. That's next week on the feast since 1990. I spent. I. It seems like a good number for us. I mean, I'm just I'm just repeating, <laughs> just emphasizing what we're our parameters were. Our lifetime, our lifetime. I was born in '85. I was born in '83. Yes, I know. I'm the old. Prince is '86. Yes. yes. Hot dog neck was like '75. Respect the elderly, motherfucker. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Who's the oldest, Joe? We're, no, Travis is. Travis is the oldest. Yeah. 
Dr. Nasty. Son of a bitch. Right, Coleman. Technically. Hammer's the oldest. Really? Eric Nyblom. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Kevin, actually. Kevin's our boss. I almost fucking hit him the other, the other night. I turned down fucking <laughs> Oakland Burns because he lives down over off Oakland. Now I turned down Oakland and almost clipped him at fucking three o'clock in the morning. Oh, that would be bad. Yeah. I, I haven't seen him to tell him to wear his goddamn vest. Right. Uh, but moving on to things not related to my job. Uh, Chris Burns has a nice little uh, piece of shit of the week we have this week. So uh, Burns. Is there music? Yeah. Oh. That was your cue to tell me to hit the music. Hit the music, Kyle. Piece of shit. Another hot take that burns. <laughs> Another piece of shit. Piece of shit. It's a piece, piece of shit. shit. It's the feast. Piece of shit of the week. Uh, here's full spread. <laughs> uh, I mean, piece of shit. Full spread's next. <laughs> Editor's note. Uh, burns, hit it. Piece of shit this week. There were there were some options. There's every there were, week. There's always options. Except for the one week with Amber Heard. That uh, was the yeah, well, option. that was super easy. Um, Josh Donaldson was an option. It seemed too easy. This week's piece of shit. Uh, we have to reach back to 1999, um, when he had a three-stroke lead at the British Open, and hit two balls into the water. Uh, and triple bogeyed and lost in a playoff. His name is Jean Vandeveld. And I firmly believe that he is the reason that Mito Pereira lost his PGA Championship yesterday. And because it's his fault, he's the piece of shit of the week. And why is that? I just told you. <laughs> but where Pereira do that reflected off of? Oh, I figured you watched that. No. Oh, okay. So uh, Pereira went to 18 with a one-stroke lead. Um, there's one one little creek that you can't hit the ball into, and he didn't need to hit driver, and he hit driver just like Vandeville did into the creek, and he so, didn't even get into the playoffs. So that means <laughs> 20 years from now that Pereira is going to be a piece of shit? Correct. Okay. You do 28 or 20. Holy shit, look at that lipstick. 28 years ago. Oh, no, sorry. That's Glenn Davis. That's big, that's <laughs> big, baby, Davis. That's big baby. Can you say 19? Hey, Cade. No, I was just, Cade. Saying, I was just saying in general. Oh. 20, 30 hey, years. Let's go, Cade. Motorcade. Uh, actually, uh, something I forgot. Cade voted uh, first uh, all rookie team. Yeah, that should have been. First team, yeah. Uh, Cade so, Cunningham, that is. Cade well, yeah. Cunningham. First team all rookie. Yeah. yeah. He plays for the Pistons. I think that was a. Pretty much lock. Yeah. Uh, so real quick before we hit in the full spread, my before last, we hit the piece of shit. <laughs> my last little uh, SNL question for you guys. Ooh, another one. Favorite weekend update host. Uh, as far as desk person. Yes. Host. Norm McDonald. Oh. Norm McDonald. Yeah. There's no other for me. I do, I do like, like I like Chose and Jay. I Chose, like when they do their Chose thing at the end of the year. <laughs> Jay and Jose. <laughs> when they swap jokes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um Yeah, Norm McDonald was just a unique. Yeah. I enjoyed Daryl Hammond. You never did weekend update. Who am I thinking of? You're thinking of um I I wrote that 
yesterday. And it just so happens. <laughs> Who are you thinking of? I don't know. It was I thought that too. I was thinking of Kevin Nealon. Den- Dennis Miller. <laughs> Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller. I didn't like, I wasn't Tina a fan. Of, I'm not a Dennis Miller fan in general. Oh, you didn't like him on Monday Night Football? <laughs> yeah. I you, forgot about that. It was it was so bad. Worst Monday Night Football host ever. Get no. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, it was not. awful. You're thinking Name of Colin worst one. Quinn. I am thinking of Colin. That's exactly yes. what I'm thinking of. No. Colin Kinnell was good, too. And you were thinking of Tony Kornheiser. Oh, I, I like, I'd rather have Kornheiser. You, they were in the same booth. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. They were both awful. Yeah. But I'd rather have Kornheiser. Yeah, Dennis Miller calling football games. Really bad. Uh, enjoy Joe Buck, everybody. Well, Burns, I did not know you were going to be full spread on my bed when I wrote this last night, but let's turn down the but lights. here it is. Let's turn down the lights and put on some Luke Bryan. It's time to spread. Oh, well, hold on, hold oh, on. Can we do like a no peeing tonight? Can we do a Luke Brown or a Luke oh. Bryan R. Kelly remix so we can pee on Burns? <laughs> that'd be that'd be beneficial to my life. Full spread. Welcome back to Chris Burns's piece of shit of the week. <laughs> it's the feast piece of shit of the week. No, piece piece of shit of the week. Right, full spread. Spread it. Go. Hit me. Go. Uh, Meet me. We're going to go to Chris Burns with uh, the latest news on uh, the PGA meltdown. We just heard of it. We just heard it. it. Yeah. Yeah. No more. Okay. Cool. PGA (laughs) meltdown. Sweet. Over. Yep. Well, sweet. Thanks, Burns. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for for explicitly telling me to put this in the show (laughs) to do that. I got to throw you curveballs every now and then, too. Yeah. Son of a bitch. You're not the only one that gets to have fun. <laughs> All right. NHL playoffs. Playoffs. We're to the east. East. Where uh, the, hur- uh, the Hurricanes take the first two games at home in mm. Shesterkin and the Rangers get game three back in New York. Mm. Can Igor get hot and can the Rangers make a real run at this series and the Stanley Cup? I think so. I mean, I think these are two evenly matched teams. It's just kind of they both decide to play their game. Um, that's what it's really been about. It's been one or the other. I think Carolina still comes out on top. Uh, Carolina's kind of been there the last couple of years. New York's, you know, uh, but perhaps the Gallant for always having great teams and making the playoffs on every team. He's he's kind of an underrated coach uh, for the Rangers. Um, but I think Carolina's got enough firepower. They don't have they don't have like the the name special talent on their team, but they have a great team. I get every time we talk hockey, you guys just watch the goddamn TV behind my shoulder. No, I, I was, was just trying. I want TV right there. No, I, okay. I'm not coming back. Okay. <laughs> I, can, I can pull that off. I, I was just going to say that I picked the Hurricanes before the series started, and I'm not going to sway from that now. Great. Great. Dynamite drop in. Yeah. Monty. Son of a bitch. Look like, you look like the half of the picture, uh, your half of the picture when you and Sox were feeding each other fucking cupcakes at Mike and Lindsay's wedding when you do that. That's a good picture. That was a great picture. Yeah, yeah. That's a good picture. All right. Well, That's all right. on to the Lightning and the Panthers. Uh, uh, one, one thing about Carolina, though, uh, Brennan Smith, defenseman, he had a shorthanded goal in one of the games. Uh, former Detroit Red Wing, drafted by the Red Wings in 07. Uh, kind of a journeyman defenseman. We kind of thought that we traded him in New York several years ago for a couple picks. Kind of thought off the earth. You know, it was kind of that older player a little bit. Now he's – everybody wants him on his team. I don't know if you've seen his inter, intermission interviews with uh, Leah Hextall the last couple of games. He's a 
somebody you want. He's somebody that will run through walls for you. Uh, so props to him being a former Red Wing, kind of regaining his spotlight in the NHL, but being a good, great, what it means to be a great role player. Just want to throw that out there. Aha. Aha. What's that for? I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, Tampa broke out the brooms tonight and this morning or th- last night this last night they broke out the brooms <laughs> and they swept up the remnants of hot dog neck Bing bong, hello. and the Florida Panthers. Do you think an extended period of time off will affect the lightning in, in their next series socks? No, They're, they've been there last several years now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Looks they know like the depth they have. Even with points injury, you know, they know the team they have. They know they're a perfect example of everybody knowing their role on that team. You have star players. You have the guys that will be grinded out. In the playoff time, it's underrated how these third and fourth line guys, you know, they're how underrated their jobs are. Uh, and they're the perfect built team that every team should follow. Yeah. They stay in their lane. Exactly. They know themselves very well. And if you want to know about Tampa Nightlife, go to shop.spinebustersports.com. Yeah. Text Joe Caputo. Thank you for that dynamite segue, Sox. You're welcome. (laughs) All right, we're off to the West. West Coast, two pies. The Blues give the Avs their first loss in the Stanley Cup playoffs with a 4-1 Game 2 victory, but Colorado takes a 2-1 lead after Saturday night's 5-2 victory. Will the Blues tie this series up, or will... I think I said game. I think I said five games. So, uh, currently, as we're recording, Blues are up one nothing at first intermission. Now, if they tie the series, it could get interesting. I mean, St. Louis was there a couple of years ago, had like the same type of team. Colorado's loaded, but St. Louis just lost their goalie. Their backup goalie was kind of a came out of nowhere. What's up, Burns? I think that the Avalanche come back tonight and still win this game by multiple goals. Yeah, I think I think they win in five still. I do too. Um, Which but, means they would come back tonight for sure. Nice. Mm. Segway that was shit. Yeah. Oh, dropping. Segway. Segway. Ooh. Ooh, I'm going to segue. Segway. Pick that up. <laughs> I'm going to try not to. I'm going to have to probably <laughs> clean that seat later. Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what just dropped out of Sox's booty hole. Mm. Uh, then we're off to ca- Canada. 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 Uh Calgary versus Edmonton. You know, we talk about overs, and uh, these, overs. these teams more than doubled their over-under in game one. A 9-6 Flames uh, victory. That game. Wild. That game was wild. So it was second period, I think, Calgary. Calgary. They went, over, they went over the entire game in the second period. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were up like 6-1. They were 6-1 at some point. Yep. And then suddenly you look at the TV, it was 6-5, then it was 6-6 going into the third. And yeah. you're just like... Holy what just sh- happened? Yeah. Calgary up 2-1? Yeah, uh no. Edmonton won last night. The Oilers responded with game 2 and 3 victories. Oh, 2-1. Yeah, that's what I meant. Edmonton won. Yeah. Edmonton's one of those teams that like I feel like that they they're like the uh what team was hot going to San Francisco 49ers or the you know that kind of stuff going hot in the playoffs who am I thinking fighting of? Jimmy's the fighting Jimmy's I think you're you're thinking of the San Francisco 49ers it just bothers me because that was your preseason Super Bowl pick um <laughs> it was wrong thank you it was well, so close to being right that doesn't that doesn't count yeah yeah, yeah whatever you're fucking wrong uh, so anyway, Edmonton's a team. If you were not fortunate enough to see Connor McDavid on an everyday basis because he's on the West Coast in Canada, in Alberta, 
Uh, watch Connor McDavid play hockey. Every time he's on the ice, he's doing something amazing. He is the fastest player on the ice. Four on one, he don't matter. He's going through you. He's hitting people. It's playoff time. Just watch that. Watch that series. If you if you want to take it, if you first time watching hockey, watch that series. It's a great series. He gets deep inside the defense. So deep inside it. Penetrates the defense. Oh, pen, use of the word penetration. Oh, <laughs> uh, yay. Is that word of the day? No, that's uh, bingo square. Bingo yeah, we, square. Monday Night Football bingo square. Oh. Uh, yeah. Remember, you did that with me. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, then we're on to NBA playoffs. Did we talk about all the other series? Uh, are we listening to hockey series? No. No, we talked about all of them. because They're Taylor, gone. They're all done. Hurricanes, Rangers, oh, yeah, Tampa, sweet, Florida. Sweet. Poor Florida. Yeah. Couldn't score a goal. Uh, <clears throat> Miami uh, Miami, and Boston, uh, they trade back and forth for the first three games of the series. Currently, Miami's up two games to one, but Boston, as we speak, has a 20-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Says 24. Molly Wax, 27. 27-point lead with 10.52 left in the fourth quarter as we speak, and Burns makes himself at home on my bed. That's right. Balls out. Uh, are the injuries, Not yet. Are, do you guys think the injuries that have been happening are hampering the series? or injuries? They've been happening on both sides, so I think it's pretty, pretty even. Uh, Marcus Smart and Tyler Hero are both out tonight. Um, uh, I Probably gonna go back and forth and go seven. I think we, I think we all agreed that we thought this series was going seven to start, and it's on that path for sure. Yeah, the Tatum, Tatum show. Marcus Smart making good decisions. Marcus Smart is just turning into something. It's kind of fun to watch. He's awesome. To yeah, watch. yeah. I kind of wish like when they were talking about these trade rumors with Detroit Pistons that. Really, yeah, trade Jamie Grant for Marcus Smart. I would have not been mad about that. Yeah, I don't think the Celtics would probably do that. There's rumors, though. Yeah. You never know. Um, Just like there's rumors about a three-way deal involving DeAndre Ayton. I'll take a three-way deal. Jamie Grant and Anthony Davis. Some picks. Unless we get Anthony Davis, I'm not interested. Not interested in Anthony Davis or DeAndre Ayton. I'm really not interested. Anyone, in anyone else can take either one of those guys. I'm, I'm just we'll just take the picks. Don't want you yelling at me. I didn't fucking write the story. I'm just telling you, it's bad. We're, we're killing the messenger. Is what yeah. we're doing. No, oh, obviously, bad idea. Wait till I go home to my spouse and get beat. He won't stupid. beat you until tomorrow when you get home from work. Yeah. You won't be able to hear. Yeah. Oh, I will play that thing. You have a, right You have. Home. You have a full 24 hours to prepare yourself. I'm not coming home from work. I'm going straight to the bar. <laughs> you can come here. Where are you at, Hang honey? It's going to hurt him more than it's going to hurt you. <laughs> Wait till we get home. Wait till we get home. Jesus sure. Christ. What are we doing? Pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. 20 minutes. He Let's does it because he loves you. Stop. <laughs> Sometimes I should just stand up for him. <laughs> Is that what I said? No. It's what? Never mind. Uh, out west, the Splash Brothers and Cousin keep rolling as they have a 3-0 series lead against Luka and the Mavs. So, with the Mavs pretty much all said and done, what do the Mavs need to do to take the next step for next year? Get someone better than Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie for Luka because those are the two guys that he has to be his next best players, and that's not going to cut it. 
It, so Luca, I mentioned last week. I think Luca is you know one of those guys that has that that Kobe Jordan mentality, and and that doesn't change because he's down three nothing right now. He had you know he had forty and eleven you last night. He can't do it all. He can't do it all. I and, wouldn't be and, surprised if he scored like sixty tomorrow night. Yeah, and, like. and you got to you know you you take your lumps on your way right, and oh. and he got them a series farther than they were expected to get this year, and then ran into a team that is better than them that and it, here's not, nothing that he does in this series is going to change the fact that they can't be golden state golden state's <clears throat> playing really well right now andrew wiggins is playing the best basketball of his career and you know the question for golden state i think after this year is it one obviously we'll see what happens in the finals i think that either of the two teams in the east can hang with golden state but two where do they go from here on because Andrew Wiggins is proving that he probably deserves to get re-signed, and they probably will because he's also a lockdown defender. And the, but then you got Jordan Poole, who's going to want to get paid as well. And I almost, I kind of see a scenario where it looks like Clay might be the odd man out, future state. It's hard to say with that because I think Golden State's one of those franchises that, because of what Clay Thompson has done for you, I don't think they're necessarily going to go with the "What have you done for me lately?" card with them paying the money. Well, and it probably it, it probably Eventu- depends. Eventually, too, is as the ownership you got to think with Golden State they've they've paid the luxury tax for several years in a yeah. row because of Draymond Green, Clay, mm-hmm. and Curry. And now Wiggins, or you had Russell's contract in mm-hmm. there. You know, you have Wiseman that you got to decide of what you're going to do with him. Um, like you said, Jordan Poole. And now, obviously, the the make sense of running a franchise would be go young, was keep Wiggins and Poole and figure it out. Right. You know, even maybe get rid of Green and go with that different. Yeah, route, I, well, I think, things I like think that. Draymond probably goes. But, but I, at the same time, those owners are pretty. They're loyal to their dudes. Liberal and loyal to the the, the what the, the team get what what got them there. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't necessarily think I see those big three going anywhere until they retire. Like the San Antonio clause with Ginobili, Duncan, and Parker. Yeah, where yeah they let it ride. They let it ride yeah. even if they didn't win a championship right. for the next let's say six that's years. That's, that's, that's I hadn't thought a, I hadn't thought about that. It's a good issue angle to have. on it. Yeah. Because but you know, I think that just based on, it's not like the Knicks or the Lakers, it's not gonna be what have you done for me lately. I think it's the diff I think it's more like a Red Wings franchise. Like, hey, I know I understand you're going through your your bottom your last end of your career. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not gonna, you know, make the thirty million dollars, but we're still gonna pay you to be a Golden State Warrior for the rest of your career. I can see that. So yeah. That's the, the dilemma. That. So with that, I hope they do do that. I love that core. So with that being said, now you have Wiggins as an asset. Mm-hmm. You have Jordan Poole's contract as far as restricted free agency as an asset. Mm-hmm. You can still keep getting younger. Right. Still keep those guys. Right. And that's what they've been doing. They've had how many top 10 picks have they had during yeah, this I mean, championship and, Yeah. Run? Can you, do you sign and trade Jordan Poole to one of these teams that's that has a, you know, a top five pick right now? Yeah. Because if you have a top five pick, you're probably, uh, you're probably trading it for Poole. Maybe not a top three, but like if you got four through 10, You'll make that trade, I would think. I don't really Set know. Number I mean, five and Jeremy Grant for Jordan Poole. Oh, right, yeah. right. Or you get trade Jeremy Grant well, Jeremy, for seven and yeah. trade, you know. So right. Golden State can still make it happen yeah. with the contract. But like I said, how long is Golden State going to pay that luxury tax? They've done it for the last, right. since that trio's been right. a big contract. Um, 
that that'd be my only fight with that. Well, if they have the influx of money from continuing to go deep into the playoffs, then that's a it helps. It helps. It helps. But I think it, I I deeply think it would turn into a San Antonio esque of Ginobili yeah. Parker Duncan. You're gonna let it ride with Steve Kerr, even if they don't. You know, if they get out in the second round, it's not gonna matter. I don't think those guys are going anywhere. I can see that. Uh, that's why it's a hard business for me. If I was ever a GM, that'd be hard for. When you get you have a trio of or a certain mm-hmm. amount of players get you there for three, four championships, you know, the back end of their career, I'd be that loyalty guy for sure. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Because you can't take the championships away. Yeah, you and people it. would respect that more than. Well, I mean, yeah. it, it kind of depends on the market too. I mean, yep. you, you're in New York and you know Lakers <coughs> and you know obviously those teams have money, so it's a little bit different. But um, I, I, as a fan, I would I would like to see those three guys retire altogether. Yeah, or retire as a Golden State Warrior personally, but that's how I've always been. Steve Eisman's fault for being a Red Wing for twenty some years and <laughs> a captain for nineteen. You know, uh, do you think a, a extended break from Golden State will hurt them going in no. to the NBA Finals? No. They've been there, done that. Been there, yeah. It's kind of like the Tampa Bay Lightning thing. Been yep. there, done that. They'll be prepared. Yep. For them. All right. Well, that's all we got for uh, full spread. What'd you learn? What did I learn? Yeah. I learned it took 39 episodes for Burns to just lay down like he fucking owned the place. And after you leave, I'm going to have to clean Shane McMahon's face. <laughs> you got shit on for sure. He's, got, he, he, he's Shane McMustachio now. So thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Love you guys. I can shit on your face if you want. Pass. Oh, all right. But that's, that's what you learned? Joe's going to be able to hear that. Yeah, that's what I learned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Burns, what did you learn? Uh, I learned that we are now selling uh, Tampa Bay Guide to the Nightlife. Uh, we're not selling Guide to Tampa Bay <laughs> Nightlife. It's a free gift if you ah. buy Yo-Yo and Hot Dog next Guide to Florida. Available <laughs> at shop.spinebustersports.com. Is that really a thing? No. No. Of course not. Well, you never know. Fucking hilarious. Um, I would get text messages like, where's that We're going to We're going to make it a thing. <laughs> we're going to make it a thing. I have screenshots. So do I. I want. I want. I want. Hey, that's not us calling. Us calling at six thirty in the morning is not included. I want the one when Joe's in the tub. Wait, is he wearing the panda thing? Is that tub? Is he wearing a panda hat? No, he's wearing the hood from his sweatshirt. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know. What did you learn, socks? What did I learn? I learned that. A representation in golf 28 years ago will ruin your PGA Championship life. And Will Ferrell brings the pain when it comes to the feast. SNL skits, top 10. Chris Kattan, Sherry O'Terry, I'm telling you, people. And the trio, Fred Armisen. Both, both very good. Dude, I'm talking Not top threes. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I don't know. I, I agree with that. They're Bill B, Hader and Fred Armisen for me, man. B-plus players. They're not B-plus <laughs> Solid, you know, a soft A minus. Drunk uncle. I think soft A minus is fair. Soft A minus. I think a soft A minus is fair. Like the curve. You got an 89.6. So if there's a curve, then it doesn't No, make I know that. That doesn't make any sense. Great. They're just rounding up. Curve of my wiener. <laughs> Talk to the left because you know you're right. Or polls. Um, thanks again for listening. To yeah, episode thirty nine. This one it was the marathon episode. We had well hour forty something. Oh, right? more I bet. No, because socks can get here till around nine. So oh, okay, yeah. But we're definitely this definitely was the dominator episode. 
Dominator. The Dominator. The Dominator. See, I, I, I tied it all See together at the end. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle's been doing things. Kyle's tying. All tying right. things on. Tying really. things. And I got surprises ever so often for you assholes. Oh, yeah. No. It was a nice one. Um, Next week, 40 more SNL. Or what are we talking about? Uh, Next week, we have Detroit athletes. Top 10 Detroit athletes. Uh, NBA playoff, NBA finals preview, more than likely, mm. and NHL playoffs. Playoffs, playoffs. Sounds good. Yeah, and our and the debut of the Detroit Tigers minute. Are you gonna make a whole gig for that? Who has the number one pick in our fantasy draft? Or we haven't picked. Oh, remember yeah. how we do it? Oh yeah. Don't yeah. stress me out with yeah. that shit, dude. It's <laughs> fucking May. I was just curious. My Mid- key, mid July. My, my keepers Trey Lance in the eleventh. Who's mine? I don't even remember who was on my team. Fucking figure I don't out your my own whole, shit, bro. My whole plan was to keep McCaffrey for Will two years. Will you send that shit out already, please? My whole team was to keep McCaffrey for two Ooh, years. Oh, it's May. That means we're about a month away from the mock it's draft time. app coming out. It's time. We're two months away. Well, time. which is, it's funny you bring up, Burns, because July 26th, episode 48, will be our fantasy quarterbacks episode. Ooh, let's which, go. Which will be leading up to the start of season two let's of The go. Feast, August 30th, with our AFC preview, and we'll be giving out our Feast preseason awards. I know I have two firsts. I'm ready, baby. I don't do shit. Daddy's back. Yeah, I, have a, I have a straight draft next year, I think. I think I have my first straight <laughs> straight draft. Daddy's back. First straight Z. No, uh, I won the championship last year, Birds. I'm daddy who was back. You're still sitting over there with one championship all time, so. This is why you don't bring shit up like this. <laughs> We're going to hear about it. <laughs> uh, Do you know that uh, Jordan Love... It's gonna start over Aaron Rodgers. Daddy's yeah. Daddy's coming. I don't. Let's talk about some more DMB tattoos. <laughs> Kyle, right have there. you gotten your inspiration? Oh, it, I've had this one for years. Have you? Okay, here's my here's my. No, follow-up. I did not. Get it. Have I you posted it? it? No. Have you posted it? <laughs> no, I just met the guy. I just met the guy. To DMB. Have I you am, thought about posting guys, Kyle's it? Doing guys, to DMB. Guys, <laughs> guys, I am four weeks away from my first Dave Matthews concert. Who are you going with? Uh, Pine Knob. Everyone will probably be there. Corndog, uh, Kirsten, Sarah, Lindsay, um, the Grants, maybe. Date? June 21st. It's a Tuesday. Tuesday. And then, that, and then that weekend on my birthday, I'm going to Indianapolis to Deer Creek to see two shows Friday and Saturday by myself. That sounds fun. Maybe yeah. I'll join you. You absolutely can. I'm not going. Don't want to fucking ask me. Why? Why? Yeah. That's not a good time for me. <laughs> you don't like concerts <laughs> with good music? I don't like Dave Matthews Band. Well, it doesn't matter. You don't, have to, like, you don't have to like them to be go and have a good time. It's unlike any other show. I'm, I'm not... Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with that. Doesn't mean I have to go. Fine. We I didn't looked really fucking ask you today. who asked you. You did. No, we hey, didn't. No, we didn't. No, you said I. You, you said you, I'm good. You said, you said I'm good. No you. one in the only even fucking asked you. You're Great. Right. They you're, fucking go. You're just upset that you were left out. No, I'm. We'll yeah. go do something together soon. No, maybe. don't rub my leg. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch my pants. I'll make it dirty. Oh, Joe's gonna hit you more now. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch my. Don't touch my tail. You make it dirty. LB. <laughs> The racist dragon. Remember that? <laughs> like the Concord skit? Don't touch my tail, you make it dirty. Yeah, I can't look Now up. he wasn't racist anymore, and he cried tears of jelly beans. Oh, okay, sorry. I tried to look up our... I'll be 
I'll be. Yeah, I can't. I'll be I can't find our fantasy football league stuff. So. It's not. It doesn't reset yet. Oh, Lottie da! We haven't got an email from you yet. Yeah, because it doesn't reset till July. It's May. I don't know. I've been talking to myself <laughs> for the last five minutes. Uh, episode 40 next week. Thanks for listening always. The pee machine episode. Pee machine episode. Yeah. Chris Burns and his pee machine. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, Mexico. Happy holidays. Canada. Pour on the gravy. Good morning, Honduras. Good morning, Vietnam. I'm like Michael Scott. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody. Like us on Spinebuster Sports on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Spinebuster Sports. Spinebuster Sports. Hit the buttons. You nerdies. <laughs>